Welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Royalties to Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> and it's our first episode of 2021. Woo! Yay! New Happy year. New Year, everybody. Yeah. 2021. Here we are. Who would have thought it? <laughs> yep, so I hope everybody had a good New Year. And a good Christmas And day. a good Christmas and, and all of that stuff. January is here and we're back on track now. So we are coming to you live from the Highlands of Scotland. We found a little cottage here, abandoned on Culloden Moor. Sure. In 1746. <laughs> it's a bit chilly. <laughs> There's some hay around here. We've set up on the farmhouse table. Um, Sarah's been playing the bagpipes. Apparently, yes. But she's had to stop now in case the uh, redcoats come and get us. Don't want that. <laughs> so we're going to be recording as quickly as we can before the battle continues, before we're disturbed by the laird. <laughs> Just creating, I'm creating some atmosphere. Sure, sure, Mark. For the new year, okay? Okay, we're in. Well, if this is what 2021's all about, then yep, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be travelling round <laughs> as we do our episodes. <laughs> Welcome to 2021, guys. Are you finding Scotland all right? Sure, it's cold and <laughs> yeah. and what year is it again? About seventeen forty six, I think. And seventeen forty six, yes. Yeah, so um we've got some oranges, some water. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back now. We've had a few sort of stops and starts in season four, so we're back here getting through the second doctor. The second doctor's second story. What a place to be. Yeah, and another historical. Probably I predict this would be a tough one. And yeah, it you did, and it was. was. So this one's completely missing. Yeah, it was hard. So we did a reconstruction that I found online. I think it was Loose Cannon, I'm not sure. Uh, but the difference was this time, we had the soundtrack, but I, it had the narration, which you get on the CDs, because I just thought it would be a little bit easier to follow what was going on. So I thought it would be a bit of an experiment as well. So we had Fraser Hines saying... Polly walks across the whatever and stuff. But we did have the telesteps and soundtrack as well. Yeah. Um, just to explain. Yeah, which didn't well, help. Oh, okay. I, I just felt I, it was difficult to actually find online the actual, any so reconstructions of this one. It, it helped, but it, it helped in terms, I think, because this story actually is very quiet, it helped fill those gaps of the quiet, as in, like, this is stuff that would be happening behind in the scenes that you can't see, because obviously Terra Snaps doesn't cover everything. But it was such a boring story. Like, I so at the end of every episode, I turned to Mark and went, do we have to watch the other one? Can we watch it another time? And you went, it, no, Sarah. Listeners, it was tough. It was a tough one. I, I thought really, we would have to stop. I genuinely thought I we were going like, to stop. Can we, just, can we just like finish it another time? This is really boring. And you were like, no, we've got to keep going, Sarah. I was like, Ugh. Well, it's one, again, because it's all missing and it's historical, a bit like the smugglers, like oh, we found. so like the smugglers. In my mind, it's sort of on that level with the smugglers. Not many people really talk about it very much. Okay, it's Jamie's first story. That's what it's known for. Yeah. Again, I think this is the lower end of the fan rankings, if you if you had any. Yeah. Because it's just not that well known, because nothing exists of it. 
So it's it's that category. And yeah. historical, for some reason, it just makes it more difficult sometimes. It was so boring. It was just like, like I said to you, it was just like the smugglers. There was a boat. It was probably the same boat <laughs> Historical as the smugglers. boat, yeah. Like, sort of piratey person. Oh, it was so boring. And it just went, like, it was probably one episode too long, I'd say. Okay, well, I was, was glad, probably, that, I was glad fair, that it was only four. It was four episodes too long. <laughs> if we're really okay. honest okay. but it was definitely one episode too long it was just yeah. really dull okay okay let's let's go through the story do you know what we totally forgot to do our competition winner thing oh sorry yes. should we just do that first let's do that first now let's you, do something now you've perfectly teased how you think about this story <laughs> everyone's obviously waiting to know what happens next um, but we completely forgot to do we'll do our competition before we carry on everyone <laughs> yeah so do you want um, to explain Mark so yeah so we did a competition to win the 10th Planet Audio box set this limited edition set it's got the invasion as well and the origins of the cybermen cd as well and a two watch who doskers mug and That's possibly a, possibly a dvd of the war machines if you want it as well so um <laughs> we asked to retweet our 10th planet post uh, a couple of weeks ago and sarah is now kirsty dropped off the uh, competition entries for us of course she did <laughs> up in scotland for us thanks kirsty <laughs> shout out to kirsty of the of the laird or whatever um so sarah yeah. is now going to okay. pick i've shut my eyes so it's bits of paper in the tin yeah you um, can oh, i was going to film you doing this so we could show that it was oh, okay uh, johnny i've got my phone you just read out the twitter handle yeah yeah i'm on it Oh, at Ipixinus. Ipixinus. I-P-X-I-N-U-S. Oh, okay, yeah, that's Axis77 on Twitter. Ooh. Oh, hello. Hello. And we, um, I will get in touch with you and I will ship your prize to you. So well done. In Australia. In Australia, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I don't mind. You did I don't offer. Mind. So, so, yeah, yeah um, we'll do that soon yes we'll be in touch we have to get back from scotland first and then uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh this is 2021's okay, already <laughs> <laughs> too much we'll see we'll see what people think Maybe i'm getting immersed like... into the story sure i mean what a story to get immersed into but okay, okay. anyway so back to back to the highlands let's start let's start and go through what we usually try and do in order yeah uh, and then we'll we'll go from there so, do you know what? I can't remember what you said about the Doctor last time in Power of the Daleks. You didn't really have much of an opinion, did you? No, I didn't. Because um, you weren't sure. He wasn't really... He was the examiner for most of it, wasn't he? So you didn't really get to know him. very much. And when we land here um, in Scotland, I don't know, has time passed? Ben and Polly are very comfortable with him already now. Yeah. It's sort of just moved on. This is the Doctor... There's no, none of that. They're not sure or anything. They could have decided to keep that on a little bit, but I can see why they've just gone back to normal, yeah, yeah. as it were. Oh, yeah, I think it makes sense to do that. Um, but we still have the Doctor's hat. I would like a hat like this. I mean, this probably shows how, at some point in the story, that we got distracted. We just started talking about hats yeah. quite a lot. And we were Googling so hats. Because and... I said, it's known as the Doctor's stovepipe hat. Yeah. And I said, I don't know in real life where like in history, where the stovepipe hat comes from. Is it a Victorian? Is it Edwardian? Is it something else? And then we started looking up hats, and you found pictures of, like, tall top hats. But I 
See, I think I'm going off the comic strip illustrations of the second Doctor, where it's a really tall, sort of rounded top, top it is hat. A rounded but top actually, hat. on the tele snaps, it's it's a bit smaller than I thought. No, I'm, anyway, we I'm basically with you. couldn't find the the right kind of hat on the internet because I was going to order one. I was like, I want a hat. Like, like that. that. So all the ones we so we saw Abraham Lincoln had a stovetop hat. Yeah, it's not it's not Abraham Lincoln. But it's not Lincoln. that. No, because it's almost like an informal stovetop hat. Yeah. I said to you, what it reminds me of is a funeral director's hat. But I think they're just tall top hats. They're, the funeral That's director what it ones is. are more smart. Yeah, but this is a bit more. Doesn't seem as sturdy and as stiff. I don't think, think like a cheap funeral director of the time. Of, like we're not uh, talking maybe. now. We're talking. Well, like, that's the thing. I don't know what time it's supposed to be from. Yeah, um, but I think like if we go back in time, funeral directors would maybe not have the top top end ones. But I think like yeah, that's kind of what I thought of when I saw it a bit more. That or a witch. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a witch's like, hat. No, it's not a witch's hat, but it, no. it's sort because of, a witch's hat would point, but it's sort of that sort of like um, looseness. Is yeah, what I mean, yeah, pilgrim um, hat. Yeah, yeah, kind of. He's still got the hat from Power of the Daleks. Yeah, there's still a hat theme because he tries on the Scottish hat as well. He says, "I want that hat." Yeah, that's his sort of little catchphrase at the moment. We'll see how long that lasts. Ben and Polly are like, "Oh, we might be home." Um, and then this cannonball thing falls down, doesn't it? And yeah. they they sort of go straight off into the story, and they come back to this cottage here. Yeah. <laughs> that we're in. Yeah. <laughs> so they meet Kirsty, Jamie, the Laird, Colin, um, and another guy who I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and we go straight into the historical, get immersed. We find out where we are. It's Culloden Moor. The red coats. You'll have every English soldier within miles. What's wrong with that? What? You should have paid more attention to your history books, Ben. Hey, red coats. I don't know too much about it in history, and I did have to Wikipedia a little bit about what it was all about. I thought of um, Braveheart. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I'm related to Braveheart. What? <laughs> I'm related to William Wallace, who's no. Braveheart. In my family history, like way, way back. It's been traced back to William Wallace. No way. That's so Mark. Yeah. Get that one quiet. <laughs> yeah, there you Liverpool, go. you kept you quiet. Go. William Wallace, you kept quiet. Yeah. No, that's this is my family tree, yeah. Is this how well, we got the, like is this how we got the little Liverpool. cottage in Scotland? And then, yeah, this is my ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm trying to help. <laughs> so well, that's, that's interesting you said that. I completely forgot about that. I was going to say that. Obviously, you knew this was a historical as soon as we started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I really tried. I Like, it just... The first episode... But did it start off? Do you know what? It was It was difficult. Even in that cottage in the first scene, it already started to be a bit... Yeah. There's that a lot first of, episode well, there's a lot of characters. So there's a lot of characters. You've got Jamie the Laird, Kirsty and everything, and you've got to sort of work out exactly where we are. What's he Who's called the who? Laird? Like Connor or something? Colin. Colin. I was pretty <laughs> Colin. Yeah, Colin. Well, because, you see, this is where on the telesnap, because you've got, we had the writing that came up across as well as the narration. Yeah, and they're different. Uh, and then suddenly it was, it's either the Laird, I think, on the narration, and then it says Colin on the writing. We're like... Who's Colin? Like these yeah. people, and later on, it's like Willie pops up, and we're just I'm like, like who is who's that? that? Yeah, <laughs> we really um, struggle with this. I think, yeah, I, that first scene is hard. It reminds me a little bit. So much of this reminds me of 
the smugglers. That first thing where they're like coming to our home, that's kind of like, you know, coming coming to my monastery or whatever it was. You know, there were a lot of people, but that's fine. I, like, we've had a lot of people before with, you know, uh, they just wasn't It always anything. takes me a bit of time. But the in those opening scenes, though, the interesting part was Ben picked up the gun... Oh, Ben. And I was thinking, what? so where are you with Ben doing that? So Ben picks up the gun, but the doctor tells Ben to pick up the gun. Yeah. It goes off because he stupidly throws it on the floor. Of course. That the doctor later. encourages it. No, the doctor. No, that's in the beginning because because they're yeah, about yeah. to. Yeah, but I so, mean, like they have so, a whole you know, argument ben and then is he getting, puts it yeah, down. Ben is yeah. When he puts it down and accidentally it goes off. So Ben and his gun again. I was just wondering. Yeah, I mean. He's very gung-ho, is Ben. And he goes off to investigate first and leaves the Doctor and Polly behind, looking yeah. at that cannon. He's the one that goes off. I'll tell you, sometimes gung-ho is great. So let's talk about Stephen a sec. Stephen was quite, like, for, you know, whoa, yeah. do it. Like, in, um, what was the Dalek's master, master plan, plan, yeah. And he decided to, like, he was quite gung-ho in his decision. It ended up saving them, didn't it? So, um, went the ship and all that. So... Sometimes Gunko is great, but it's been twice now where he's his instinct, and it's probably because you know he's in the navy or whatever, or supposed to be. You know, it's his instinct is this sort of like arrogant, not arrogant. I can't think, but like, oh, what's this? Oh, you know, and um, fighting, get a good. Do you know what I mean? It's very like, it's I don't know. It's just very at odds with what we've had previously, and because the doctors not really got his character there yet. He's in the background a bit. And then he pretends to be this German person for yeah. most of it. I am a gentleman at last. Dr. Van Veer, at your service. Which he's pretending to be. Maybe I think that might have been a part, you know, they still don't really know the character very well. So he's the examiner and then he's this German. And maybe the idea was that he goes through all these stories and pretends to be different people. But then you don't get to know the doctor. That's it. I st- like... I don't feel like they've really gelled with the Doctor. And I think it's because we don't really get to know the Doctor. No, well, Polly, Polly and Ben seem very comfortable with him. Yeah, but yes, but also no. I don't know. I kind of feel a little bit... I think bit... they were very comfortable. They were, went the, as soon as they landed, they were having a laugh and... Oh, yeah, you know. yeah, but I can't, I can't but think I, as to explain But as the viewer, yeah. he's not the Doctor that I know as the second Doctor yet. I just feel, I don't know, I just feel a little bit like he's still the side part. Even though, yes, they are getting on, yes, but he's still very much the side of, they're not a trio just yet. I don't feel like the the trio. I feel like it's Ben and Polly and the Doctor. Yes, yeah, and they get split up. So then we have Polly and Kirsty who get sent to get water. Yeah. Luckily, before everyone's captured. Yeah, yeah. So immediately Polly is away from the Doctor. Um, and then Ben is with the Doctor and Jamie. Sort of the lads go off one way and the girls go off <laughs> the other way, yeah, basically. Yeah. So let's go over to Polly and Kirsty because actually those were the scenes that really stood out for us, I think, at the beginning. Yes. Polly is... A bitch. Well, the way... She's so comfortable being in history. Okay, she's done The Smugglers... But now, I feel like now she's done the smuggler, she's like, yep, yeah, I've done this before. Right, Kirsty, this is what we're going to do. We need to do this, get a d- distraction, give me all your stuff. We need to get some money. We need to follow. I'm she's got, she's getting it. that plan together. I'm just going to say it. I don't like Polly. 
But why? Why? Because you didn't. You thought she was all right before. Um. Yes. Because she was a bitch to Kirsty. No, I, I didn't like her in the previous one either that much. I think I just find her really arrogant. Well, I like that she was getting on with it, but she didn't really have. She didn't have any understanding for Kirsty. No. She looked. She was looking down on Kirsty. I think she was like, "You're a wench from history, and I'm a London Chelsea girl." Yeah, I found I her felt really like that was... arrogant, and she wasn't the other. What was the one? And I feel before? like I feel like it doesn't matter what happened to Kirsty as long as she got back to Ben and the Doctor and got away. Kirsty was just yeah, absolutely. Whatever. I know they were working together, and actually, it was nice to see them. They uh, as as it went on, they they had a bit. They were a bit of a duo, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. But. To begin with, it did feel like Polly would do anything and it didn't really matter. She just, like, she was just really abrasive. It's beautiful. Oh, we should get a lot for that. We're not going to sell it. Not even to save your father's life. He wouldn't thank me. Oh, you're hopeless. Why not, for goodness sake? He entrusted it to me before the battle. He would kill me if, he, if I ever parted with it. I don't understand you people. Come on, give it to me. No. Look, give it to me. There's no compassion with her. That's what I mean, yeah. She doesn't have the compassion with Kirsty. And, she, you know, she'll do whatever. She tries to seduce the soldier. Yeah, she's really weird to get with what the she soldier. Wants, which is a bit... Which is... I was going to say, it's not a Barbara thing. Barbara has unrequited love. Like, no, Barbara, Barbara attracted all attracted, the men in that well. But, but she, didn't she never used it, it yeah, to get... absolutely. No one's ever used it. But she, no, well, she doesn't. Been, Actually, but no, she did though. She, no, she, uh, she knew what she was doing. No, she no, was like, but she was oh, blackmailing. You know, but blackmailing at the yeah at the same time. She was being. I don't. I don't feel that. I feel like she was bit. sort of that one. I feel like she was being like, oh, you thought you were going to get over on women, ha ha. Right. Okay. And then she was blackmailing him that way. I didn't feel like she was flirting. It was just. But it was just like you're really bizarre behaviour. I just don't like Polly. I'm just like okay. not a fan. It's the first time. Because Susan annoyed me, but I did not like Susan. Like, she annoyed yeah. me. It was different. I do not like Polly. So, But what does Polly need to do to get back? I don't know. Okay. I just, I think that's just her character. I mean, I, she annoyed me a little bit in this. She doesn't, I don't really hate her or, I don't, I do like her. Um, I just feel like her behaviour in this one, I mean. She's gone she, from like nothing where she was like. She's I, just a bit overly she, confident. She's gone from like, I'll make tea. Like and sort of like taking it to like yeah, but you don't want to make tea. But then you don't want. But she needs the middle ground. You don't want yeah. her. Oh, I'll make the tea, but you don't want her. Curse to give me all your stuff. Come on, you want that middle ground. Yeah, I just want like, I just want some compassion. I don't know and what she, I want. And, and I like she wasn't. She she was like right. We need to do this to get Ben and the Doctor back. She wasn't whining after going. Oh, I hope they're all right. What's happening? Nobody was actually concerned. Like, and Ben for the first time wasn't like. Oh, we need to. He wasn't concerned about Polly. He never mentioned her, I don't think. Mark, there is nothing you can say that is going to make me like Polly here. Okay, okay. Like, I just... So I when find... she fell down that ditch, were you like, yes? Oh, no, I was just like, it. I was just like, well, there she goes. Like, <laughs> I just think, I just find that she's very... I Like, it, since this new Doctor, she was just like, yeah, of course this is a new Doctor. Oh, do you know what I mean? She was just so, like, arrogant I wonder if that's... In, do you know what? I know... We can't keep going into this as being Annika Wills. Um, but I wonder if that's the actress as well. Yeah. Now William Hartnell, and it's a bit more relaxed and easy on set. And she, she really loved Patrick Troughton, and they got on really well. Maybe she's, like, finding her feet as the actress now. 
potentially in some way, and she's really comfortable but in that just, way. And it sort of it, it comes out in Polly a little bit as well in probably, the way it's done. Like even think like with Ben, like when I think of like back on some things, like I think sometimes Ben's been very nice with her, and she's just really like off and rude with him. I think they still got a good um, relationship. Oh yeah, completely. Like, but I think that's because. Ben maintains a good relation, like not maintains, but like Ben. Look, that could have gone any other way. Ben probably could have just been like, okay, do you know what? Just leave her to it. Ben's always looking out for Polly. I don't think Polly really gives a shit about Ben. <laughs> yeah, oh no, she does. She does. Uh, it doesn't feel that way. Other she, than everything the fact she's that she doing, she's been, she's doing all this to get them back. Why? Is it for her own, like, just to get back, or is it out of a genuine like? Okay. Concern for Ben always has concern for Polly. He's always like, "We need to get Polly," or like, "This is one of those situations where it is a flip." I don't really feel like it's for any genuine concern. I feel like it's just sort of like a, "We need to get back." I need to. I need to get back. I need to get back. I just find her really arrogant, and her character really arrogant and really abrasive. Okay. And that, I don't okay. know if I, I don't know what it'll take for that to change, but for me, that's just how it's coming across. Okay, so let's just go over then to Ben and the Doctor and everyone in the ship. Yeah, they're sort of captured, and there's this sort of slave thing going on. We picked up on that. It was a little yeah. bit difficult to follow in terms of what was happening and who was on whose side. Yeah. Um. Oh, we went into wig talk again, just oh, like yeah. the smugglers went into wig talk. Again, we thought they were just they've just reused. Costumes, wigs, sets, yeah, everything yeah. from the smugglers. Um, the Doctor manages to get out, and so Ben is left on his own. So we, all of our main characters are split up. Yeah, yeah. This laird who's injured, they're, oh, they're he carrying him around. The doctor. They're carrying him around all the time. Like, he might as well be the doctor, the old he's doctor. Injured. He's injured in the cottage, they take him to the ship, he's injured in the ship. He he's just, like, there. literally, best job ever, that actor. He's just led down yeah. the whole time. It's, and he doesn't say anything or do anything. Like, it's just such a poor, <laughs> poor episode. <laughs> such a shit episode. I like the scene with the doctor. The doctor gets out, and he's playing this German, um, and he... It's, he tries to switch because he, he ties that guy in the cupboard. And, yes, and, that's a good scene. And tricks them all and he's using his intelligence and cunning and... Yeah, and, and the, I really the enjoyed that of, scene. That is the best scene, I think, in this for the Doctor. And you start to see that's the Doctor there, I think. Yeah. It's really annoying that he does his German accent all the time. Yeah, though. and it was, um, we said when he went into, like, the maid's outfit. Oh, yeah, and then the ma- yeah. Um. Like, God, William Hartnell wouldn't be doing that. No, there's no way you'd get William Hartnell in a maid's outfit but dressing I quite up enjoyed like that. that. I quite enjoyed that this Doctor was, like, a little bit more eccentric in that way. And I, I bet they're doing that, oh, entertain, the children will be entertained with that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And adults, I think, I, like, I think adults will find it funny. Yeah. I think, like, we did. We were, like, quite amused by it. I think, um, and it also shows, it's, like, a complete change. It's, like... This is what this doctor is. It kind of shows the eccentricity. He, the old, the old doctor. The previous episode, he wasn't afraid of doing stuff that was maybe considered a little bit out there. You know, I mean, he's there with his flute and stuff. Oh, he uses that as well in this. Yeah, and that sort of like feels like a clothes version of this. You mm. know, um, I, 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 I enjoyed that as well. I thought that was like a really nice addition that he sort of like in whatever way he's going to 
blend in and work his way out. Ben trusts the doctor because the doctor gets out, leaves Ben there, and Ben says, oh, the doctor's got a plan, he'll get us out. Then yeah. He knows he's happy to stay there with Jamie and the laird yeah. and everyone. And Ben in this, actually, other than that first scene, I think Ben's really good. Well, he gets a cliffhanger. Well, you know when he goes underwater? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were actually like, oh, what's going to happen? I know. Is he going to... And you were like, he's going to turn up in a minute. He's going to turn up. I was like, he'll up. probably just sort of turn back <laughs> up and he'll just pop up. And you were like, oh, maybe not. And then he did. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. 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 But, um, but no, I thought Ben was really good in this. And other, like I said, other than that first scene where it was a bit like with the whole gun thing, that's sort of the Ben that we had in he... London. Yeah, in the war machines. Yeah. 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 So I like Ben's jacket in this as well. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I approve of his outfit in this one. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. I liked also like speaking of Jamie, I I had no idea who he was the whole way through this. It's funny he because obviously now just skipping to the end, they take Jamie with them. Yeah. Jamie's on board. I didn't realise Jamie didn't really do that much. He does nothing. He plays the bagpipes at the beginning. He's with Ben a lot. Yeah. And then he disappears for a, for a good chunk of the story until the end. But I can't even think... Like, because you've also got the Laird or whatever he is, Colin. Colin. Because you've got Colin with them and you've got all the other people in the boat. I didn't even notice Jamie with Ben. Like, No, there's so many characters. Like, honestly, he, he didn't make any impression or impact for me. Not in the same way that Polly and... What's her name did? Kirsty. Kirsty. Polly and Kirsty, great, a.k.a. Um, Cheryl Cole. No, um, Nadine. Nadine Cole. Nadine from <laughs> Girls Aloud, we said. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Let's get on to the Kirsty talk a minute. Yeah. Or should we carry... No, well, then we'll come back to Jamie. Okay, yeah. Because Kirsty, she was the standout character here. Yeah. And for a moment, do you know what? I thought Kirsty might be my new Edith for a little bit, and she might be. I haven't decided yet. Kirsty's quite because she's crying all the time, and Polly's like, "Oh, stop crying!" Yeah, what are you doing? She has that. They Polly tries to get the ring off of her, and they have a bit of a fight, don't they? Yeah. And then the accent is so funny. It's she's just like, like you said, oh, she's just. Oh, okay. Quick, will you? You're no lightweight. Oh, come on, honey. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What does I said to you? It reminded me of Derry Girls. <laughs> yeah. And they're sort of like when she's she more really, Irish to us than yeah, Scottish. When she basically. goes really hysterical in the Derry yeah. Girls and goes really ah, like that sort of thing, <laughs> it reminded me of that. But no, I really I did like Kirsty. And she's played by Hannah Gordon. Do you know Hannah Gordon? No. Okay, so I know Hannah Gordon before this. So Hannah Gordon presents one of the best TV shows ever. Watercolour Challenge. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's familiar. Channel four 98 to 2000, I think, daytime Channel 4, right? Right. The premise, you get amateur artists. Yeah. And you get four <laughs> of them, and they've got four hours to paint a painting, and they go around the country. Hannah Gordon presents it. They paint, it's a lot of National Trust buildings and country gardens, and they go around. And so they'll all sit there and paint. You watch them paint. Um, Hannah Gordon might. Um, say a bit of poetry from the local area or a bit of local history, you know, <laughs> you learn a bit about the area or the house that they're in. Yeah. And then they get an expert judge and, and then that winner goes on to the grand final and they, it's it just watching people paint. I'd like to thank you all very much indeed too because it's been a really, really good day at Laycock Abbey. Tomorrow you'll find us at Iford Manor. I hope we will see you then. Until then, goodbye.
really relaxing. It's very Bob really, Ross-like. I really, really like it. Very Bob <laughs> yeah. Ross. So, that, so when I didn't really know this story very well when I was young, I got the CD, the, you know, the soundtrack, and there's a picture of her on the front. I was like, it's the watercolour challenge lady. <laughs> what is she doing in the Highlanders? Yeah, I'm being Scottish. I'm being, I think she actually is Scottish in real life. Um but that is, that's Kirsty for me, Watercolour Challenge. Yeah. Um, so also, which I will, I won't put it here, but I haven't told you this. Right. I have gone off on a bit of a tangent. This is complete indulgence on my part. I've recorded a little bit of me doing Watercolour Challenge, Doctor Who style, which I'll put <laughs> at the end. <laughs> my best Hannah Gordon impression, presenting some characters doing Watercolour Challenge. I will put that at the end oh of the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had a bit of time the other day and thought I'd give it a go. <laughs> so um, listen out for that, everyone, at the oh, end. It might be a bit weird, but um, well, there we go. That's watercolour challenge. Though. But look up watercolour challenge, everybody. So it rings a bell, actually. I know you're saying yeah. it. I remember seeing people painting and they're in houses. That rings well, a bell. Pa- yeah, it's just people painting. You just see which one yeah. wins. Really, it's just quite interesting. But that is ha- that is Kirsty for me. Yeah. Um, and. But do you know what? I wouldn't mind Kirsty staying on the TARDIS instead of Jamie. I just don't. Again, Jamie's one. You just don't know. I just... So the interesting thing is... I feel like I know was, more about Kirsty than I do Jamie. Just two things. So um, it says in my Doctor Who television companion, um, it was decided to keep Jamie on as a companion due to positive audience reaction. Oh, sorry. That says popular myths. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Popular um, myths. They weren't sure. He wasn't originally going to be a companion. And then they decided last minute to keep him on. I and said it also to you says, well. on, sorry. sorry, it also says in Annika Will's uh, book, Self-Portrait, <laughs> not sponsored, it says here, well, she says that the character of Ben was starting to get a bit moody and aggressive. Yeah. So they decided to bring Jamie on as he had more appeal to the younger children. Yeah. But how do you get that from this? He's hardly in it. He has nothing. That's the thing. It's like, I, I can see how Ben is getting a bit aggressive and, uh, you know, but he can still appeal to the, the audience. I don't know why Jamie suddenly, in this... Yeah. I mean, I know how Jamie sort of pans out, so I'm just going by the Highlanders. Why, just by watching the Highlanders here, you go, yep, he's the one to carry on. Maybe it's and the also, neutralness of him though, also, that made them decide. But he's historical. Are we not going to... We had the Katerina issue before. Mark, this is so different to the Katerina. But he's our first historical companion. Oh, yeah, but, like, Katerina was, like, 10 Yeah, I know, BC. not as bad. Yeah, I know, not as bad. But still, you still have that issue to yeah. consider when you're writing future scripts. I he's think, someone from history. Yeah, but I think he's he came across as a lot more open than... But I, do you know what? I can't really think... I can't really think what Jamie was was I, doing much I of the time in this. I think. Like, I was, I was like, I know oh. he helped them a bit at the end, but not... Really? But only so he ended up going with them. There wasn't... Yeah. He hadn't had that... Because Polly was like, oh, can he come with us? It's like, well, Polly's not even been with you in the story. Classic Polly being, like, I know, like, okay, Ben and Jamie. So Ben and Jamie might have had a bit of a friendship on the boat in the slave thing. They've been together for the whole story. That's fair enough. Yeah. But the Doctor and Polly don't know him very well. Classic... Arrogant Polly. Doctor, can we take him with us? If he teaches me to play the bagpipes. If you want, Doctor. <laughs> That's all we need. Come on, Come on. But where are we going? You'll see. But then also, you don't need another guy on the target. I said that to you. Like, you've already it's got the Ben. First time, why, why have Jamie when you've got Ben? It's the first time that they've had 
So, so far, whenever they've had four, they've had two girls, two boys, and it's the first time that it's like the ratios with four have changed and it's three male, one female. It's really interesting that. Because, uh, you know, we've had Ian, Doctor, Susan, Barbara. Yeah. Then next one was Ian, Doctor, Barbara, Vicky. Uh, we lose Ian, we end up with Vicky and Doctor, and we gain Stephen. Fine, but that's three. We lose Vicky, gain Dodo, we've still got three. Lose, um, who do we lose then, Stephen? Oh, we'll lose Stephen, so we've got Doctor and Dodo, haven't we? We then lose Dodo and then gain Ben and Polly. Yeah. So we're still with three. But then we gain Jamie. I didn't even think what his name was. I didn't he's yeah. had no impact over yeah. me. Um and suddenly it's the first time we've had like a three male, one female. That's gonna be a really different dynamic. I don't know why they decided to do that. Yeah, it's very it's, it's very such strange because why would they even say we need a companion? I mean, also, you, it's, we've had so much change. We haven't settled but, down for a while. But also, with um, what's her name? What was her name again? Kirsty. Kirsty. She like had such an interesting history to her. She like her father was with the prince, so she probably had a little bit more of, like history. Because well, actually, because at the her. end, because there was a thing about the prince, and you and we were like, one of them must be the prince or something. And you thought maybe Jamie was going to end up being the prince yeah, at yeah. some at one point. Yeah, like I, I was like, yeah, that would have made more sense because like... that's why he's there in the background all along, and then suddenly yeah. he can come forward and be like, that's it's me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, she would have been a much more interesting choice because... Well, she wouldn't have got on with Polly. <laughs> they were the bitch fights in the TARDIS uh, for them two, wouldn't yeah. it? But she probably would have. They probably would have, like, would have got on. I mean, they do get on eventually, but and they do work well together. Um, but ironically, do you know what? I, I think the reason that they couldn't have another female is because Polly is just so arrogant. You could not have another female in that equation. Honestly, I do think, like, I cannot think of another female entering that equation. Mm, that's interesting, yeah. Can you? No. There no. you go. Like, I just can't imagine any other female with Polly's character attitude. Like, she's just shit. And this episode was shit. And Jamie entering was bizarre well, and shit. So speaking of um, Jamie, yeah, um, I was telling you about Outlander, oh, the yes. TV series. So Outlander... I didn't realise there's a character called Jamie in that, and that's actually based on Doctor Who's Jamie. So when the writer, I think it's like 1980s oh, book, what? this American writer, well. well, obviously because he's a companion later yeah, on, yeah. this American, she's seen Doctor Who in the 80s or this old episode yeah. and decided to base the character of Jamie in, in Outlander. Yeah. Um, so then I I was watching Outlander. I started at the beginning of the year, actually, when we were yeah. in lockdown. I was like, I'll give it a go, because it looked really interesting, like a bit of a time travel element. Mm. I thought it might be a sort of a good night sweetheart, you know, set where she has to go back and forward in time and, yeah. and things like that. wasn't exactly what I thought it was going <laughs> to be. So approved. she's in. it's in the same sort of time period, in the same place, the Jacobite rising, uprising. Um, so it's this woman from the 40s and she, you know, mystically goes back in time and she's stuck in Scotland in this, you know. You've got the action adventure. It's a bit more romantic. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's... Um, 
Basically, she has sex in like nearly every episode. She gets her tits out. <laughs> <laughs> every episode. I was not expecting that yeah. at all. I was, I was imagining this historical time-travelling drama. Even in the 1940s, before she travels back, she's having sex in this castle. And um, there's a lot of that. So, um, Pretty much. Yeah, I'm on... No, well, no, I just wasn't expecting... Like, okay, this is spoilers for... for the, anyway, she manages to even get back well she was just about to get back through the mystic stones and then she changes her mind because she's fallen in love with Jamie mm. in historical times and she ends up marrying him and stuff and so he's like no you need to go back because she's got a husband in the 40s right and she's like I need to go back to my husband um, and he's like yeah I'll wait by the fire down here and you go back in time or whatever so she goes up she changes her mind doesn't she comes back at night and she's like I've changed my mind I want to stay with you right I was like okay you know you've got this romantic See, and I don't know if I watch this. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to say this. He literally just starts fingering by her by the fire, and then that's the end of the episode because she decided to stay. And I was like, "Hang on a second, <laughs> your face." I knew I shouldn't have said that. I knew I shouldn't have said that. It's pretty Mark. I was like, "So if you watch Outlander, it's a good sort of adventure, but there's a lot of other stuff in there as well." <laughs> um, <laughs> so just be warned she's she's having it all over the place in that yeah. in historical times maybe that's why she Jamie's changed she's enjoying the, it yeah that's Jamie in Outlander yeah. so um, yeah so I, it's really funny that is and so there's an episode in Outlander where um, Fraser Hines who plays Jamie is actually in an episode oh really he oh. doesn't obviously he plays like this prison guard person in one episode so they got him in obviously they they knew that Link was there yeah yeah that's so interesting. that's interesting to see him in that as yeah. well so it's worth it just to, to yeah to see Fraser Hines in it but um, there we go that's the Link with Outlander yeah I'm I have to I watch a few episodes and then just leave it for a bit and then I'm working my way through it um, but they're trying to stop the uprising She's trying right. to change history, which oh, is, it's got a bit more interesting in series two. She's not having sex all over the place, but she's trying to change history. Of course. Um, Through sex. So. <laughs> um, so what else happens? What happens? We talked about the wigs and things. And it's really Kirsty is the sort of There's only character. There's a pirate. That's, I mean, like. You have all, all that other stuff with the slave and the. there's something going on with, yeah, with the sort of red coats and the. I, I don't know, that bit male. didn't interest me, all of that kind of stuff. A bit like The Smugglers, again, that didn't interest us, did it? No. It was more... You mentioned there was bagpipe music throughout. I didn't even know. They all started that. with bagpipe music. I think that was the only music in it was bagpipes. Yeah. Ugh, um, it was just so dull. I, it was interesting. The Doctor sort of wanders in and out. You know, he's wandering around as this, like, washerwoman-made person. And then when he finds Polly and Kirsty, they're like, oh, have you got a plan? Have you got a plan? What's going to happen? And he's like... And then he just lies down and have a bit of a sleep, doesn't he? Yeah. And hey... And, He's a bit unpredictable like that. I'm not sure what the point of that is. Um, and then he goes off and gets all those weapons, doesn't he, from nowhere? And he and he has the moustache as the... Yeah. So when Ben finds him, he's, he's, dressed, up as he's a, dressed up as the guard. Yeah, and yeah. So um, he just sort of wanders in and out. Nothing really affects him. He's just having a good time. It feels like he's yeah. enjoying the adventure. There's no threat in terms of the Doctor's not like, oh, we've got to get... This is a dangerous part of history. Like if it was William Hartnell, I'm oh, sorry, the first Doctor... Like the reign of Terry, but like this, you know, we shouldn't be here. This is really dangerous for us, as I don't know, or as British in this yeah, in this yeah. place, you know, all that kind of thing. I feel like that would be if this was an earlier story. But here it's like, oh, I'm dressing up, I'm doing this, I'm stealing this, or you know, Polly's like, we're going to be orange sellers, and yeah, it's just... I, okay. The most the most threat is Ben being 
possibly drowned in the uh, the plank. Mark, it's just um, a bad story. I'm, you know, I didn't really know it that well. I wouldn't have, you know. Again, this is another one. I've got a beginning of the CD and never finished it. So I'm glad I've gone through it. And I, okay, yeah, it was slow. I would go back and watch it again just to get more of a grasp on some of the other characters, like is that Perkins who had the wig, who's in that sort of comedy character. Yeah. Well, um, good for you for going back. I never want to go back to this. And I did say as well, this is probably the last tough one we've got. Yeah. Even if it's found, I have zero interest in going back to this. The same as Smugglers. Like, it was so boring. It was so <laughs> boring. Yeah. So far, Second Doctor... So actually, the Daleks one I did enjoy. Yeah. But Second Doctor... Well, it's difficult for you to... I think I'm not going to ask you too much about The Doctor because you've not seen Patrick Trout and actually you've seen animation and you've seen photo telesnaps. Yeah. You've not actually seen any Patrick Trout and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's Second very Doctor's early to judge him. really hard to judge, but I enjoyed the Dalek story because it was something different for the Daleks. This one's so... Like, I've nothing, I've nothing positive to say. And all it's done is make me really hate on Polly... At least it was a good one for Ben. I enjoyed Ben in this, and I did enjoy the Doctor in it. But in terms of like the Doctor as a character, I'm just. I don't I'm blame you that you don't know him just yet. Yeah. yeah. No, so that's I don't feel easy. like I don't. Yeah. It's not that I don't know him. Um, he's just different, and that's and that's okay, and that's fine. I, I think it's also he's not finding a lead his feet for you. Yeah. No, no, he's still finding his feet, but he's so much more involved than William Hartnell was. That's, oh, yeah. So I mean, I don't think he's in having that a break sense, yet. Yes, but you can tell it's still finding its feet with him. Ben, much better. Polly, I've no time for anyone. And they almost drag Jamie on board at the end. Polly's like, come on. He's like, oh, I'm not sure. And she literally, like, yeah, she yeah. drags him on. So, yeah. Which is, um, yeah. Polly. So, what are you hoping might happen then with What's Jamie? The or one? how do you, I mean,. Are you interested interested to see how that dynamic works now? I've I have no expectations at all for Jamie because I know nothing about Jamie. He had so little impact in this story. I like I in fact to the point that when we started this, I actually forgot that he joined. That <laughs> yes, is how little yeah. impact he had. <laughs> like all I remember thinking about was how bad it was and the doctor getting dressed up in different things. And he was dressed, like, literally, I, I even forgot that he joined them because he had so little impact on me and this story. So, Jamie, like, good to you. We'll see what you do. But I I might, let's see if I remember it by the time that we, like, get to the next get to episode. The next one. <laughs> you know. Um, and, yeah, I've, I literally, I can't think of very many positive things to say here other than, like, I enjoyed seeing the doctors dress up. It was really hard. And it wasn't just the telesnaps. It was just dull. It was one episode too long. Yeah, Colin doing sweet FA. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was... It was a bit of a sword fighty, piratey bit at the end. And then you've just got our companions. And all it did was highlight their weaknesses. Like, in fact, that's it. It showed the stroppiness that Ben can have. The... But early on, but actually, I think later on it showed the bravery of Ben. Things like how clever he can be. We, it's interesting. We haven't. We still got a doctor that doesn't really take part in the action. No. Ben needs to do that. Absolutely. Part. 
But now we've got Jamie as well. We've got two of them to take on that action. Yeah. So let's see how that goes. Because the Doctor's not going to end up doing the fighting. Or The Doctor, as far as we've seen so far, is using his intelligence and he's talking yeah. his way out of yeah. but ben situations. Is, and Ben is the one that's Ben is fighting. actually very smart. I mean, like, in the 10th planet... Yeah. See, I got it. Mm-hmm. In the 10th planet, <laughs> he... Um, he was the one that figured out the radiation. Yeah. Like, he's actually like, all right, fine. It was because someone was missing, like, the doctor was... Out of it, know. yeah. But, like, actually, and, you know, he's actually quite, I think... He didn't seem clued up on the history. Ben and Polly didn't seem to know no. too much where they were. And if there was a point... I think we've completely lost by this point in Doctor Who teaching children history. There's oh, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, There's no even effort like we would have had in the Aztecs to be like, you know... This is what's happening, all this and this. You were supposed to. Do you know to... what would have been nice? Even all he says to Doctor is, "You don't know your history." What would have been nice is if he'd have just said a line like, "It's the Scottish; they're fighting the English right now," or "Scotland and England are fighting." Or, you, you, um, you don't know your history, and just something like a line like that. So you're like, "Got it," because that is ultimately yeah. what it is. It's yeah. just Scottish and English don't get on right now. Yeah, and they're battling. Like, yeah. You figure everything out along the way. You're like, oh, okay, there's a prince of Scotland. Do you know what I mean? But like, all you need to know is fundamentally, and that's why the Doctor goes German, because he's a German king, you know, if a Briton. So he's like mutual party. He's like, he's not British. He's not English. He's German. Yeah. Um, and for English, they're like, oh, well, we have a German king. So it's like mutual party by being German, ironically. Um but, yeah, it's just... I think I get the basics of it. Between this and Outlander, I think I get my history. <laughs> yeah. This Outlander and my Scottish heritage. Braveheart. I think I should know Braveheart. <laughs> I think I know what's going on, I yeah. think. I should know a bit more. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah. I'd rate this, like, a three. Oh, dear. It was mm. poor. Well, uh, yeah, we've got we've got through it. We've got through it. Everyone we get through is another one down. Yeah. Another one... Moving on. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I was, I was so glad to move on from this. So yeah. glad. It was really hard. I, w- I was feeling a bit sleepy in it, but I think that's because I had that calzone and uh, my blood sugar went up. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, but I was. <laughs> that's what it was. I was as well. Like, it, maybe it had just been a it long It just day. needed a bit more concentration than usual, I think. I think. There was just nothing other than the best bit was that cliffhanger at the end of episode three. Was that Ben going in the water? Yeah. Yeah, that I like that bit. That yeah. was the, and that was the fact, because I was thinking, God, oh, I like struggle. And I actually was like, yeah, okay, let's do episode four. But that is the first time of all those that something drove me to want to watch the next episode. There was nothing that was like, what's going to happen next? I didn't care. I didn't care. Didn't. It was just so boring. There we go. I think that might be the quote of the episode. I didn't care. <laughs> no, there's nothing to make me care. There's yeah. no characters that I cared about because they didn't give me anything to care about. Okay. It, it just highlighted the weaknesses of our companions or their flaws, not the weaknesses, their flaws. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm excited to see how we go with them. With and then Jamie we get on someone that like has literally had I'm no impact on the story. Yeah. It is literally like Katarina again, just this person that like literally did nothing in a story and just stumbled them onto the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah strange go. decision. Okay. Well, the next story is called The Underwater Menace. Oh, okay. So what are you thinking? 
Um, that it's something like Loch Ness or like <laughs> we just I don't know we just been in Scotland just move over a bit um, or something like I don't know I think it's more of a monster thing okay yeah. okay cool well we better travel wherever that is we'll find out where we end up probably in the future yeah but we better head off because I think there is red coats outside you can see them <laughs> can you hear them <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Clip our bagpipes, get out hot nut and oranges. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's definitely get out of here. <laughs> well, what a away great start to this... 2021. It I can know, only away get better. From this terrible episode. It's only going to get better. Yeah, this terrible story. <laughs> Further away, the better. There we are. Um, okay, then. Well, we will see you next week for the Underwater Menace. Um, you can find us on Twitter at to watch who and instagram to watch who uh you can listen to us wherever you find podcasts and on youtube bye bye hello and welcome to the grand finals week of watercolor challenge here in the past three weeks We've travelled the solar system, setting amateur artists the challenge of painting scenes typical of their area. At the end of each week, we picked a regional winner. And this week, all of those three regional winners are back with us again to compete for a place in the grand final on Friday. Well, this week and today, the rules are as ever. Four hours to paint their painting, and then we pick a winner. All this week, we're visiting the Highlands of Scotland. 1746. And today, we're at Culloden Moor. We'd like our painters to tackle this view of the Scots Uprising. So let's go meet them. Our finalist from Earth is Barbara Wright. She enjoys history and travel. She won with her scene of Totters Lane at dusk. And today, she's hoping to be inspired by history. Stephen Taylor is a space pilot by trade and civilization builder in his spare time. He won on Mechanus with his painting of Nanina. Before she died, Katerina was a handmaiden in Troy. Now she's reached the place of perfection, she enjoys creating pictures for her friends. She won on Desperus with a bird's eye view of the solar system. Two. Watch who?